Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Doom scrolling, and then there's what Chris Carlin looks at on his Instagram and TikTok. Don't know how that algorithm came together, but that is one that I am glad is Courtney, not mine. Courtney, I got wax in my ears. Can you hear me? I can hear me? you loud and clear. That's Aaron Goldhammer. I'm Courtney Cronin. You are listening to Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The guys were on greeny duty today, so you've got us this afternoon, as always, presented by Progressive Insurance. One thing Warriors fans don't want to hear right now is the fact that the dynasty could be coming to an end. Game four ends with the Los Angeles Lakers, the seventh seed in the Western Conference playoffs, earning a 104-101 victory over Golden State. Down in Los Angeles, the series will shift back to Chase Center for game five tomorrow. But Aaron, I've rewatched the last, last two minutes and four seconds I yeah. went and found the highlights because I needed to convince myself that I was okay with Steph Curry's shot selection. That took no time at all. I know Anthony Davis was on him near top of the key. He shoots those threes. He's earned the right to do that. But the litany of errors for oh. this Golden State team yeah. down the stretch of this game, which began with the, you know, after Curry shoots the three, Draymond Green offensive rebound, Curry shoots another three, and then Moses Moody, after he enters the game for Kevon Looney, it's Draymond Green with the turnover. It's Steph with the out-of-bounds after the jump ball. He ends up throwing the ball out-of-bounds. Before that, it's Clay Thompson and his missed three. Like, I just look at what happens to this team in the closing minutes of the game. Jordan Poole, nowhere to be found. And we're going to definitely not let him off the hook. He's getting some heat here on Candy and Carlin. And that's going to come up in about 10 minutes. But what is going on with this Warriors team not Courtney, being able to close out the Los Angeles Lakers Courtney, they, in ways they, that they've done before? They farted the game away. I mean, they really did. Like, for, for lack of a... I mean, I hate to sound sort of grotesque about it, but... I mean, they did six things wrong in the last two minutes to really blow it. And, you know, it, it, it occurred to me, you know, normally when a dynasty ends, it doesn't end pretty. You know, I remember the Lakers dynasty ended with Andrew Bynum committing an awful foul and a blowout loss. The Bulls dynasty ended and they were the worst team in the league. So this happens in the NBA and I you can almost see it coming apart before your very eyes. Now, I don't know that I'm ready to say yet that they're done, done. They have two more games at home. So I guess theoretically there's a way that they could work themselves back into this series. But that was a total choke job. I think the Lakers took it from them. I thought Lonnie Walker was awesome. There's no question. There's no question. But I also think that the Lakers were just smarter and the poor execution from the Warriors, uh, I thought they're – I thought Steve Kerr deserves some criticism. I think Steph deserves criticism because I really thought, I mean, he took some incredibly tough shots and made it harder on himself. And he Uh, deserved the opportunity to take those shots, but you're right. The criticism is spread among a number of different 
sources with the like, Golden like, State like, let, me, let me give you an example. I don't understand. NBA teams love to do this, and I, and I don't I don't get it. You're down one, okay? What are you doing shooting three-pointers with under a minute to go and you're down one? What does that even do for you? I guess if you're wide open and you're Steph Curry, I understand it. But is it just you want to have that moment where you run around the court and scream I'm him and get to prance around for a while? Like it's it's actually strategically moronic to not try to get inside, go to the basket. Courtney, you could get fouled. You could get an offensive rebound. Someone else could come open. The list of things that could happen to help you if you don't just chuck up a three on a step back like every team does is a mile long. And maybe the coaches don't have any say over this stuff, but I thought Steph tactically, first of all, the the Warriors were killing him in the paint all night. Go to the hole. Go to the basket. Curry made the last points for the Golden State Warriors at the 105 mark in the fourth quarter. Andrew Wiggins setting the pick, the pick and roll, the play that has worked so well for the Golden State Warriors. But that would be the last time they scored on Monday night. Let's hear from Stephen Curry about the last missed three that he had, the back-to-back threes that he took, ones that both Aaron and I are sitting here saying there's reason to believe you should have taken it. There's also reason to believe that a more efficient basket would have sufficed. Here's Stephen Curry. Lonnie hit some good, some, some big, big shots for him when they were kind of, kind of searching a little bit. We had good looks that you know didn't go in, and um, and we fought down, down, you know, down all the way to the to the last second in terms of trying to give ourselves a a chance to. Uh, you know, steal a win, and they fourth quarter. You know, we only scored 17 points, and that's that's a tough way to to finish. I had to look at. You know, we always say, you got to look at the film to see exactly where you know defensively they made adjustments. But you know, we had a lot of good looks that <clears throat> you know we have a lot of confidence, and in, in, in the shots were taken, and got to live with it. I can tell you exactly where defensively the Lakers won that matchup is by putting Anthony Davis, who has an entire foot, if not more, on Stephen Curry and the height advantage on him for both of those three attempts. I don't know if in sorting through kind of that word salad there, I mean, the missed go-ahead three, what what more is he going to say? That's a shot that he has earned to he has earned the right to take. We got on Jordan Poole, though, after game one, when he takes the 28-foot three-pointer that was wide open. That I mean, ends I guess up... at least he was open, I was going to say. But, Courtney, you're right that Steph has earned the benefit of the doubt to take whatever dang shot he wants, right? However, I think it is also fair for us to say that they could have worked to get a better shot. Okay, so so I think those two things don't have to be diametrically opposed to each other. You, you, understand, you understand what I'm saying? The other piece of this with Steph, I'm curious to get your read on. They kept having him guard LeBron on switches. Mm-hmm. Why? I thought that was a job for Andrew Wiggins in moments. And, of course, we know if he, you have to like look at this if you're the Golden State Warriors. And in a way realize that like LeBron and the and for him guarding Wiggins and being an on-ball defender and not saying, well, this is an elite on-ball defender. Like we're not okay with this matchup. I was surprised by it. I don't think that that is something that we anticipated seeing. I thought that there would be more switches and that go falls on Steve Kerr because some of these moments that they have been outplayed 
come down to the fact that they've been outcoached by some of the defensive assignments that the Golden State Warriors have not come through on the winning end of. But Curry in this series, now 1 of 14 all-time in a best-of-seven series after trailing 3-1. to one. The Warriors say history is on their side. They came back from 3-1. Back in 2016, Western Conference Finals against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And then, of course, we all remember the infamous 3-1 advantage that they had in the NBA Finals against LeBron and the Cleveland Cavaliers, which they ended up squandering en route to the Cavs winning the finals that year. But Curry finishes 31 points, 10 rebounds, 14 assists, his 13th career triple-double. And I just look at the situation now. The game goes back to – the series shifts back to Chase Center – for game five, I have a hard time counting Stephen Curry out, but frankly, this looks like a one-man show. Aaron, this looks like you're looking at Steph Curry carrying the conglomerate that is known as the Golden State Warriors, yeah. and there's no cohesion to it. I'm not entirely sure that it's possible for him to do much more than he's already done. A 31-point triple-double last night, very much evidenced of that. Yeah. But if you're not getting any contributions from Jordan Poole, if you're not getting that shot at the end of the game from Clay and Draymond Green turning the ball over, it just feels like there's almost too much for this Warriors team to overcome by putting too much on stuff. Court, what does it say they keep changing their starting lineup? Like, what does that tell you? If championship teams, you usually, you know the starting five, okay? And I, I know Kevon Looney got six, so that was part of it, but it feels like they keep grasping for things trying to find somebody else to make a couple of shots. Uh, They got a good game, I thought, out of DiVincenzo last night. But Jordan Poole is a max player, Courtney. And he earned that by being great during their championship run last year. And if they're going to pull this caper off, I mean, he's going to need to go from being a total non-factor to being one of the three most important players on the team. Based on body language and stuff, it doesn't seem like that's right around the corner. Could Clay have a big game? Yes. But they need to put together three in a row, not just one. And I think, you know, post multiple devastating injuries, I don't know if they can lean on Clay Thompson like they have in the past for that, which then begs the question, you know, I'm I, I think getting the last one is gonna be the hardest for the Lakers. Um But I think that if I had to bet right now, I think the Warriors are in some pretty serious trouble. Chances that the Warriors come back to win this series. We want you to weigh in. The phones are open. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. Can Steph carry this team into the Western Conference Finals, or are the Warriors going to see their series and maybe this dynasty end on Wednesday when they face the Lakers at home? This is Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Courtney Crone and Aaron Goldhammer sitting in for the guys. Before we move on to the Lakers, because I do want to get into line Johnny Walker and just the incredible fourth quarter performance that he had. We got to touch on Jordan Poole. He signed that four-year, $128 million contract extension last offseason, and it was deserved. But what's happened to him in this postseason, the moments where he's come up short, like game one and the big three that he wasn't able to hit, and the the moments where he completely no-showed. We knew that Steve Kerr was going to have to change the lineup yesterday because of Kevon Looney and the illness. And, you know, I think you can tell just by his stat line and how few, few minutes he was able to contribute that he's still not up to feeling better. 
But it wasn't Kavon, It was not Jordan Poole in the lineup. It was Gary Payton II for the final spot. Jordan Poole did not register a single point, Aaron, in 10 minutes of play. He was 0 for 4 from the field. And in the third quarter, most of the third quarter, he's on the bench. Fourth quarter, he's entirely on the bench. And then post-game, he's in the locker room, facing his locker. Reporters swarm, trying to ask him questions. He does an interview with his back to the rest of you know the rest of the locker room, which I think you can tell there's tension there. But that tension started. There's a video that's floating around out there, non-broadcast angle, when he's going back to the bench, and Draymond Green stops to try to get him to say something, you know, talk to him, have some words. He shrugs him off. Stephen Curry then follows Poole back to the bench, and he's clearly saying something. I'm not entirely sure what. I wonder if he'll be asked about it during. Uh, media availability today, but did did you see what I'm referring to there? Yeah. Uh, obviously, Courtney, this started with Draymond Green hauling off and punching Jordan Poole of in the course. face. Of back course. I'm not, I, would, I wouldn't necessarily want to talk to him when I just went over uh, in a game either. Giving uh, him some credit there. So, uh, you just wonder if the Warriors, one of the things they always had was a certain sense of they loved playing together, a certain sense of togetherness. I mean, you you covered this team very closely, so you know much better than me that they were the fun team, you know, 2015, 2017. They, they were having a blast playing together, and there was not a lot of drama circling around them. And it feels like right now they they are in desperate need of some relief baskets from somebody else other than Curry. Jordan Poole is being paid to be that guy, but it doesn't seem like mentally he's physically capable. Like we've seen him in this series. He had a game where he hit six threes. So that was like a week ago. Um, I don't know how you go from being that guy to being completely unplayable over the course of a week, but he's managed to do it. He opened the series with the Lakers by putting up 21 points draining six threes in the process. That was the game that we had mentioned where he misses the last three at the end, and no one was faulting him. But since then, he's gone cold. Five of 19 from the field, 0 for 8 from deep over the last three games. They need a prayer. They need somebody because at this point, down 3-1 against the Lakers team that is constructed perfectly for this point of the postseason where you get an Anthony Davis that we can go ahead, at least right now, and retire that alternate day nickname. He was tremendous again on Monday night. Davis, his stat line, 23 points, 12 rebounds, 15 rebounds, and three steals to add to that. What should they do with Anthony Davis going forward? How can we go ahead and officially retire that nickname? That's going to be what the Lakers need to figure out here in the coming days. Let's open up the phones. Triple eight, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Adam in Indiana, you're on ESPN Radio. What you got? What's up, Adam? Do you think it'd be smart for the Lakers to rest Anthony Davis and if the game's a blowout, sit LeBron at halftime? You don't know, Adam. Come on, you don't do that. It's the playoffs. You want the Warriors to get a bunch of momentum. You got to try to go win. Courtney, if I'm the Lakers, I look at game five like it's game seven. You don't want to give the defending four time NBA champions any breath of life Absolutely in not. this. No. And that's that's the smart play. There's no there's you no don't doubt load in my mind that you play off games. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> Come on. It, 
No, not at all. No, no shot in, in hell that they would end up doing that. LeBron and in the rest, though, there is some credence to that because of how many minutes he's had to play. He had to play in the early part of the playoffs against Memphis, and then last night playing 43 minutes again, 27 points for LeBron James on 10 of 25 shooting. I could see if it does end up becoming a blowout like we've seen earlier sure. in the series. Each side got a blowout sure. victory, but yeah. I cannot see it happening in any other respect. Urgency. The Lakers need to act. This is such a cliche, but it's they need to act like they're down 3-1, not up 3-1 to really finish off this series. The last win's going to be the hardest one. Boy, I am full of cliches, but they're all true. <laughs> They are. They are. And I think that that's a it's a good point that you bring up because you can't count out this Warriors team where they're at right now. They have the history on their side. They just won a championship last year. Stephen Curry's shown in previous series that he can carry this team. Will he be able to do it in game five? That's coming up at Chase Center later this week. Real quick, Lonnie Walker, an incredible story. We're going to talk about him later on Candy and Carlin, but I just want to give the young man some props, 14, 15 points all in the fourth quarter. And when I was yeah. going back, Aaron, rewatching yeah. these fourth quarter highlights, he couldn't miss. And if you want to go cliche here, when he takes that for, when he makes his first basket and then he continues and continues, like the hot hand is what they rode to victory, a three-point victory that I don't think many were expecting to come down to a bench reserve player. But yep. certainly it worked out in their favor, and I would imagine they would be willing to do it again, and maybe this ends up becoming yep. a role for him going forward. I just want to say, when we talk about stars, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, they need to show up. But you need to have depth. The teams that don't have depth, very clearly the Golden State Warriors dealing with that issue right now. Those Phoenix are the teams that find right out. now is dealing with that issue, right? But, the, you but know? their bench is what got them back into the series, tying it up 2-2. The Lakers taking a page out of their book with Lonnie Walker and his 15 points last night. Yeah, I thought it was one of the all-time great random out of left field. No one, not a team of writers could have predicted what Lonnie Walker did. Um, And it'll be forever known as the Lonnie Walker game, and rightfully so. It's the most memorable thing I think that's happened in the playoffs so far this year in the NBA. Um, And it it got me thinking about who are some of those other guys, Courtney, that have just come off the bench or out of in baseball, literally out of left field to play the role of hero when you least expect it. It, They they didn't end up winning. But do you remember Spike Albrecht for Michigan was like this little backup obscure point guard in their national championship game against Louisville? They got like Trey Burke got in foul trouble. And so they had to go to him. And he had like 19 points in a hat. Like he just like, yep, national championship game. I'm out here. No one's ever heard of me, and I'm ready to go. Boom. That's Andre what Iguodala was. That guy for the Warriors years yeah. ago. I mean, the, uh, at least Iguodala was like a high level first round pick. Lonnie Walker the fourth. What percentage <laughs> of the arena do you think knew who that was before? I mean, last night? it was a home game for the Los Angeles Lakers, so I would hope that most of the fans in attendance would know everybody that's on this playoff roster. But your, but to your point, coming out of left field, if, if there is like the. Courtney. The parallel Jack for... Nicholson courtside did not know who Lonnie Walker was before last night, and now he's buying a Lonnie Walker jersey. Aren't we all? <laughs> Lonnie Walker, the fourth, the hero for the Golden for the Los Angeles Lakers in their Game Four win 
over the Golden State Warriors. This is Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer sitting in for the guys. Straight ahead, more of your calls on Lakers-Warriors. Are the Warriors done? Is this dynasty ending? Or can Steph carry this team once again into another win and maybe even into the Western Conference Finals. We're going to take your calls, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Plus, how many tabs are too many to keep open on your computer? That's next, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Two days away from the NFL's schedule release. We'll start to get select games on announced on Wednesday, including the Black Friday game. Maybe some of the international affairs as well. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer sitting in for the guys. Let's welcome in Diana Rossini. She covers the NFL for ESPN. And I know this is like the Super Bowl for the creative teams on every of any every NFL franchise to create the coolest schedule release video possible. And I'm sure they pull inspiration from different things that they find on the internet. It got Aaron and I talking about how many tabs you can have open on a specific, whether it's your phone, whether it's on your computer screen. I'm currently sitting at 14. I counted during the break. I've got 14 tabs open. This is pretty benign for me, Diana. Where do you stand on the number of tabs you can have open on your computer? So I will have to admit that my tab clutter, I'm sure, is directly in line with my personality which is scattered and pretty much an unorganized disaster so 
you can imagine it's probably somewhere in the 20s uh, on my phone, at least with all the different tabs that I have. Um, because, look, it, it, it all lines up with difficulty focusing, slow computer performance, reduced productivity, increased stress levels. Like all those things that we all feel, it's because of these stupid tabs. So I do think it's one of the, it is very therapeutic to close all of them. I'm not sure if you've ever uh, oh, participated yes. in that exercise. I do that sometimes if I don't have Wi-Fi in the air. Um, I'm like, oh, t- now's a good time to clean up my phone, all, all the tabs I have open. But it's unbelievable when you start looking through, uh, because I'm married to someone who is only a one-tab opened person. It's incredible. But he also deletes every email after he reads it, which I think that's serial killer type um, behavior. Um, but, Courtney, I do have to bring something up before we get into some schedule stuff that uh, I am excited to get into. But ever since we had the conversation last week about the type of people we cannot stand being behind when waiting for someone to place an order, I have been behind all the different types that you discussed with me. Oh, no. Because I said to you, if you remember, I said on the air, I am guilty of being the on the phone girl. I'm on the phone. I'm talking to whomever. I tell them to hold for a second. I put my order in. I'm that annoying. And, I, and I'm aware of it. And I always try to tip a lot as kind of like, I'm sorry. I know I'm the worst. Well, 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 well. Since then, I have been behind the list lady. I've been behind the lady with seven kids and everybody wants uh, a cake pop and all different flavors. I've been behind the phone guy who does not care about placing the order. So, while I thought admitting that I was one of those awful people would maybe help my karma, it has now been placed and smacked in front of me every day, and I am changing my habits. I'm letting you know right now I'm no longer taking phone calls while waiting in line. Wow. What a declaration. I, I appreciate the honesty. I'm sorry that we cursed you. Shannon, our producer, actually went to a fast food establishment after the show that night and sent us a picture. He had the let me get a guy in front of him, and when he got up to the counter – or, or to the drive through window, I think three of the four items that he was looking for had all been uh, ordered previously by other customers. So I'm glad that we spoke it into existence for you. I'm glad that we have a chance to uh, help you right your wrongs in a way and maybe change. I mean, change is possible as evidenced by Diana Rossini. Can I jump in here on this as, as we're talking to Diana about the most important issues in the world of the NFL uh, standing in line? Um, I am coupon guy. Is there? Have you guys discussed Ooh, coupon we guy? Talk. No. Man, I, I I would show up at Bed Bath and Beyond with a whole <laughs> handful of those things, man. I'm getting five percent off of every. I'm getting five percent off of my gum, Diana. There's only one level worse than the coupon guy that cuts the coupons and brings them up. I don't mind that because they're actually usually organized. It's the people whose coupons are in their phone and they don't have internet or, or they have a bad connection so they can't get to it, but they refuse to leave until that coupon is scanned. And, and you're right. It's always 50 cents off, you know, a water bottle or 10 cents off a, a pack of gum. And look, I get it. Everybody counts. I'm with you. But it's very difficult, especially if you have a lot going on in your cart, which for me, it's usually a one and a half year old and a six month old screaming their lungs off because they hate being in any store because uh, they just want to sit in front of the television or play with their toys. So that being said, you are one of the people um, that I don't mind. Just don't become the guy with the coupons in the phone. How many unread emails on the phone right now? Ch- check, check while Courtney asks the next question. Uh, and I, we we want it. 
392. I, I'm looking at it right now. 11,392. 11,392? I was at league meetings in Arizona a few weeks ago when I was sitting next to a head coach. And he had over 3,000 unread text messages. No. No. That's that's absurd. A good coach or someone who's on the hot seat? Great question. That is a really good question. He's a very good coach. But, yes, if he he stunk, I'm assuming all those text messages were messages of support. I think this person just gets a lot of attention and a lot of people reaching out to him. Oh, well, man. The, Diana Rossini is in Aaron Rodgers' phone as maybe kind of sort of Diana Rossini, and she is with us on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Uh, Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer with you. All right, Diana, a little bit of substance here. Should every team have a nationally televised game or not? Where do you come out? Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm for it. I, I and I'm this is so to, Thursday for me is as much as it's you know we all put on our analyst reporter hats because that's just what we do for a living. It's the one day I feel like I don't do that as much because I'm more excited for the good football games and really try to see it through the eyes of the fans. And I think every single fan base should have that opportunity to experience that stage because it does feel different. It does make your day so much better. It makes your whole weekend better when it's your team playing in the big game. Even if it's the Thursday night game, the Monday, I think the Monday night ones are tough um, when it's your team because you have to wait. But I still think the excitement of all that and and seeing play usually is elevated whenever players know the spotlight is on them on the big stage. So I am a, a true believer that every team should get a national game for sure. Diana, before we let you go, there was some, I guess, a little bit of war words. Jim Ursay alleging that the Washington Commanders had reached out to Andrew Luck, who was their former quarterback before he abruptly retired in 2019. Don't know if the Commanders actually did reach out to Luck or any of his representation, but because he remained under contract, had those three years left, that his contract would have told those would have been the rights of the Indianapolis Colts. Do, do the Colts have anything here? I think the league is going to have to look into this because it would be considering, you know, tampering. Obviously, we know, you know, with Ursay putting it on Twitter, you know, firing off that warning shot to anyone interested in basically poaching Andrew Luck, he put it out. So usually when it's that public, work is usually done behind the scenes, as you know, to make sure this doesn't become a problem because I don't think Jim Ursay is the type of owner who's going to just let this get swept under the rug if, in fact, this all happened. John Kime was the one 
who reported this for ESPN. We know that he's one of the veteran reporters uh, that covers that team, and he, he knows a lot of people, and he knows a lot of things that are happening in Washington. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how this shakes out. And, you know, it's also this time of year, not that much going on. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see where the league lands, but they're definitely going to be looking into it. Tampering can carry some pretty significant consequences. We saw what happened with the Miami Dolphins last year. We will see yep. what happens, if anything comes of this, with the Indianapolis Colts. Diana, thanks so much for the time, as always. And I'm glad that you are declaring change in your life. I really appreciate that. Tab, clutter, no more, guys. Let's get on the boat together. We will. Go get those emails cleaned up. On it. That's Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, joining Courtney Cronin and Aaron Goldhammer here on ESPN Radio. More Candy and Carlin coming up next. Candy and Carlin, the podcast. He's got a James screen to his left. He uses it. He drives, puts up a runner that's good. Lonnie Walker has been the fourth quarter story for the Lakers. Long two is on the way, and it's good from Lonnie Walker. My goodness. Reeves corrals it, but that's the end of the game. The Lakers were able to dribble it out as the Warriors didn't even try to foul. And the Lakers take a 3-1 lead over the Golden State Warriors. It's the playoffs. It's a long series. You know, just be ready for my number is called. I spent the break looking up information on Lonnie Walker the fourth so I could be like what Aaron was alleging most fans were not inside crypto.com arena for game four Lakers and Warriors I now know a few things about Lonnie Walker went to Miami for college second first round pick in 2018 so he's not like he was a scrub coming out of college former Pennsylvania men's basketball player of the year McDonald's all-American Aaron I think he actually has more accolades than maybe we gave him credit for but obviously the 15.4th quarter and helping the Lakers win 104-101 to to, to make this series 3-1 in favor of Los Angeles that's going to hold more weight than anything else. Did you know that Lonnie Walker has a dog named Zola who appeared with him in a PETA ad campaign reminding people not to leave their dogs in hot parked cars? This guy is a mercenary in a lot of respects, right? I mean, yeah, maybe. He, is a man, he is a man of many talents and many... I don't know why it took till now for him to surface... He was in San Antonio for four years. He was in the G League for a while. And all of a sudden, he shows up on the Los Angeles Lakers just in time to score 15 points in the fourth quarter of the most important game of the season. Incredible stuff. Lonnie Walker, he's now a household name after what he did in game four. The Lakers roll to a 104-101 victory. They've got a 3-1 lead in the series going into game five. Are the Warriors done? Is Golden State's dynasty coming to an end? We're taking your calls. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Phones are open on Canty and Carlin. Let's go out to Adam in Maryland. Adam, do you give the Warriors any shot of surviving in this series? I mean, to say any shot, of course, you got to give somebody a shot. It's a sport. I would say that about the Philadelphia Eagles playing the worst team in the in, in, a, in the first game of the year if they're horrible. You know, I mean, you can't say a professional and especially a champion. There's no shot. Quite a way you just worded it. But I was going to say, yeah, the series is over for Golden State. And I almost called earlier today to talk about why because there's something about last year with Perry proving he can win by himself. And he did. And he proved the world he can't, you know, because he never got an MVP and he got it. Mm-hmm. This year, you have to think about it as a team. These, this, this, these playoffs, NBA playoffs, are the most exciting playoffs I've ever seen in my life. 
even though I'm not like this massive NBA, I'm more NFL guy, but my whole entire life, I've never seen it like it. And, and I remember LeBron's mistake in his early in his career was not using his team, putting everything on his shoulders. Well, LeBron has now become like the general, like, you know, guy that like facilitates a championship team where Kerry put it on his back yesterday and nobody else showed up. And that's not going to work in the fourth quarter. I was thinking that the whole time. He's not going to win the fourth quarter because nobody else is helping him. The fact that the walk, Walker to fourth came last night and won the game for the Lakers was just part of what LeBron has brought to the, the organization. And I, that's what I'm thinking why there's no way Kerry will win and the Lakers will win. And there's obviously strife with Poole. Mm-hmm. I, I thought of, I hate to say it, but I thought about that punch that happened on, that nobody talked about in that practice again one time. With oh, I think a lot of people talked about it. Right. I mean, I I mean zero points is horrendous for a guy that makes so much money. No, absolutely. Adam, great call. Appreciate it. I mean, he's got more faith than I do in the Golden State Warriors, and I think he said he had them in six, or had the series ending in six, but the Lakers beating the Golden State Warriors, so maybe they grab a game at Chase Center uh, in game five. But I look at this, and I root a lot of this in LeBron. 17-0 and in series after holding a 3-1 lead, the most without a loss in NBA postseason history. There has to be some credence given to that. Sure. But also to Adam's point, Curry tried to find somebody else yesterday for help in the fourth quarter. It wasn't well, I mean, Jordan Poole. It wasn't Draymond he, he Green. It was not Clay Thompson. in the game, though, Courtney. So, like, I don't know that I buy the narrative that he wasn't passing the ball or sharing the ball. I just think... He was trying to find someone, and that help did not come. Right, right. And I think it maybe got in his head a little bit that he passed the ball to Jordan Poole and got criticized for it in game one. And I think at the end of the game last night, he said, I got to be the one taking this shot. And it reminded me of him trying to dance around Kevin Love in game seven of the 2016 NBA Finals as he was going head to head with Anthony Davis. And in both of those situations, he threw up ill-advised shots that did not go in. Yeah, it's I think they're done in six. I do believe that they will get a win at Chase Center in game five. They've played better at home. I mean, they're the, the version we see right now of the Warriors is the same regular season version that played out over months where they've been an awful road team and have had mental lapses in the late part of games. This is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer sitting in for the guys as always presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to keep the phones open. 888-SAY-ESPN 888-729-3776. Weigh in on whether the Warriors are done and whether the dynasty is coming to an end. Straight ahead, the Knicks are done though. According to some, Stephen A being one of them and he is done with this certain Knicks player. That's next. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.